Welcome everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He's Larry. <laughs> you didn't, didn't ask me. <laughs> oh. I was trying to save you from certain peril, actually, I believe there. I was yawning, wasn't I? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> okay. Well, we are talking now about the day of the Lord. Which is, uh, the day of the Lord will come even. I've, I've read that the right. Day, the right day here. of the Lord will come. Come. This is this is a, a, a short. Oh, no, it's not short. What am I saying? You, you only showed me a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> there's more underneath it. But wait, yeah. there's more. <laughs> there's more. This is this is actually the end of the book. Doesn't this take us to the end? Yeah, this is the uh, last chapter. So, so here we go. Here we go. Do you want to read that first paragraph? I do. I do. Okay. I do want to read that first paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what kind of podcast you're going to get today, folks? But we're doing this thing. Okay, uh, chapter three, verse one. Now, this is the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere desire, by way of reminder, that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is, this pro where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the, fa the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlook this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God. And that by the means of these, the world that has then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. Ah, so Peter says that it's going to end with fire. Remember? Hmm. Noah, he, he talks about Noah and he talks about the flood. And then he says, but the end is going to be fire, which, which of course... If you're a literalist, um, they often think that fire is either asteroids. Okay. Asteroids? Asteroids? <laughs> or, or, or nuclear uh, nuclear war. So this is, so now, now Peter starts this. He says, look, now this is the second letter I'm writing you. So that's why people think this is the second letter of Peter. <laughs> huh. I am not doing well, am I? <laughs> Huh. So scholars <laughs> say that, do they? <laughs> they do. They do. Except they don't believe Peter wrote it. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. okay. But the yeah. other Peter, the second other Peter. <laughs> yeah. You actually said stirring up your your sincere desire, and, and that's what threw me off. You said stirring up. Oh, your, your sincere mind. mind. Oh, by yeah. way of. Oh, I'm Bye. sorry. I am so. Oh, sorry. that's okay. That's okay. <clears throat> I've added a jot or a t. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But this isn't Revelation, so if you add to this, you're probably okay. Um, you should remember, he says, the predictions of the prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior, right? Through yep. the apostles, knowing that first there will be scoffers in the last days, come and they will come scoffing, because that's what you'd expect scoffers <laughs> to do. It's right in their name, for crying out yeah, loud. <laughs> yeah, and they'll follow their own evil desires, and they'll say, where is this promise coming? For ever since your fathers fell asleep. And so notice... I do want to point out that he says that the holy prophets, and then and then the commands through through um, through the apostles, right? Mm -hmm. So he is tying Old Testament with New Testament, right? And if you go back to the chapter before, 
he is using some intertestamental books, mm. um, some pseudepigraphic literature, right. possibly, or or from Jude himself, that that he picked that up. So he's saying he's saying it's it's the Old Testament prophets, the New Testament apostles. They're the ones saying this, and he is including the apocrypha or um, apocryphal books in there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as well. At least at least one of them. Okay. And then he says they're going to say, "Where's the coming?" So. This is what the false prophets are saying in the church. Right. They're saying, where is this coming of, of Jesus that, that they're talking about? Obviously, he's not coming. You know, it's, it's been 60 years. You said he was coming, and he's not. The Thessalonians all went off on their own. Mm. And, um, you know, Paul told them, you better get back to work, guys, because this is ridiculous what you're doing. Yeah. And um, because they were waiting for the coming of the Lord. And this is something that all of the later writers had to deal with. They had to deal with what's going on with Jesus not coming back. Mm. Right? And Revelation does this, and Second Peter does this as well. Okay. And he's going to talk a little bit more about that in the next chapter. And then he says, um, For they deliberately overlooked the fact that the heavens existed long ago. The earth was formed out of water, and um, through water by the word of God, he says, and this means that the world then existed. It was deluged and perished. So then he says, and then the, the world that existed at that time was flooded out in, in Noah's flood. Okay. And don't forget, in Noah's flood, you can look at that two ways. You can look at that as a worldwide flood, an entire earth flood. Yeah. Or you can look at Noah's flood as flooding um, the existing area. Right? Yeah, the known world um, to them at that time. Yeah, and if it did flood, didn't they think they flooded Noah's Ark in somewhere in Mount Ararat or something? Yes, I think that's really what they really think. high up. They couldn't get there because it was really high up, which makes no sense to me at all. But that's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> in modern day oh. Turkey, right? Yeah. In, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, which is kind of cool. And um, so then, then he goes. So he's talking about the that all perished, but then he says, by the same word, the heavens and the earth that now exist are being stored up for fire. So he says, he says, by God's word, what we've got coming is is perishing by fire. Yeah. Which, when you look around the world today, you can easily see the possibility of that. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but we don't know exactly what Peter was talking about with this fire. And we don't know if he was being figurative or if he was being literal um, with what he was saying. We, we are uncertain about these kinds of things. Right. Right. We just know that there is a judgment for the ungodly, and that's that's kind of the point, right? Yep. That that God hasn't changed, and He's gonna He's gonna bring that point just a little bit further out in the next um, in the next little paragraph. Okay, so picking it up at verse eight, then, folks. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved: that with the Lord one day is like a thousand, or is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Aha. Uh -huh. And so he says, he says, these guys are saying... You know where is jesus you know it's obviously it's it's not true or he would have been back he said before this generation passes away i will return and now we're we're creeping into the next generation and where is he and we can say that now you know 
2100 years later. Right. But but they were saying it then, and that's when he says what what the New Testament authors have to deal with is is what time is like for God. And he says, you know, to God a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years is like a day. There are prophecy teachers who then say, it, they take this passage out of Peter and they apply it to prophecy and they say the seven days um, mentioned, um, or the seven weeks of Daniel or the seven days are actually 7,000 years. And they talk about from the beginning of time to the end of time being 7,000 years hmm. or something like that. Um, I don't know it really, really well because I don't think it's right. I really think what he's saying here is um, God doesn't count time the way we count time. Yeah. 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 God counts time the way Einstein counted time. Yeah. You know, um, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And, yeah. then, and then Peter, I, go ahead. No, because Einstein actually looks a little bit like our view of God. So, <laughs> but Peter, what? Well, I was going to say, and Peter kind of reaffirms John's uh, appeal in Revelation, right? Where you know God keeps calling people back to Him. He He keeps begging them to repent, and Peter's saying, "Yeah, God is doing all these things, that, hoping that they'll repent." Yeah, that's why that's why He's dragging His feet, because because He's He's not slow the way you think slowness is. But he's waiting for people to repent. Yep. But then he says it again. And this comes up in Thessalonians. It comes up here. Um, the day of the, the Lord will come like a thief. And and everything will change in a moment. Matthew 24 is the same kind of thing. Yep. You know, we'll be we'll be marrying and giving a marriage and, you know, carrying on. And all of a sudden, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And um, we know that with when huge disasters happen upon the earth, people go, man, like just all of a sudden. It, it, everything changed, yeah. right? And uh, and that's the that's the type of thing that he's referring to there. But now he says, then the heavenly bodies, not referring to you and me, Steve, um, <laughs> they will be burned up <laughs> and dissolved, and the earth um, and the everything and the and be dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done will be dissolved. It's kind of interesting when he talks about the heavens will pass away and the heavenly bodies will, will dissolve. Because if he's talking about heavenly bodies, he could be talking about our solar system, okay. or he could be talking about the entire universe and hmm. all the stars. And that is too big for us to comprehend. Right. Right? So, but but what he does say is, look, God is is hanging on because he wants to see people come to Jesus. Right. Yep. Ah, kind of an important message. Yes, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Picking it up at verse 11 then, folks. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved. What sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Ah, so there you go. What what is what should we be like in the midst of all of this? Should we should we you know fulfill our our weirdest desires? He says no. Well, maybe yes if our weirdest desire happens to be holiness and godliness. Right. <laughs> Rather than where my silly mind went right away, um, and that's what he's saying. He said he said with everything ending, you know, people always say if the earth were to end tomorrow, what would you do today? You know. What would you do in your last hours, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, in your last hours, 
you better continue to live holy and godly lives. Right. Yeah. And that's that's what he's saying. He said, and it's all going to end. So live 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 a godly life. Interesting, eh? Yeah. Now this is coming from a guy who, if if this is Peter, who I think it is, and this is Peter just before he dies, who I think it is, he's the guy that Jesus said to him, "When you were young, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you're older, someone's going to dress you and take you where you do not want to go." Mm -hmm. Remember in in the um, the theory, or the the um, what the lore about Peter says that that he was crucified upside down mm -hmm. because he didn't want to be crucified the way Jesus was. And we always say, well, that's actually easier on you because you die an awful lot faster that way. Yeah. But that wasn't the point. The point was, I, I cannot die the way my Savior died. Yeah. And so Peter knew what this stuff was all about. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. 14, folks. Therefore, beloved, since you are waiting for these, be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace, and count the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul, who also wrote to you according to the wisdom given him, as he does in all his letters, when he speaks in, <clears throat> when he speaks in them of these matters. There are some things that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and un unstable twist to their own destruction as they do other scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of, uh, with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Isn't, isn't that beautiful what he says? He, he, he says, um, like, like, be patient just like Paul told us to be, hmm. right? And have wisdom, um, just like he told us in all of his letters on these matters. And then he says, some of the things that he says are hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is very helpful for, yeah. for all of us who read Paul's letters. Yeah, that's right, and go, what? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? And remember, Peter and Paul, um, they were at odds, possibly, in the book of Acts. Right. Because Peter is the head of the church but for the first 10 chapters of Acts. And Paul, it, it switches over to Paul for the last the last part of Acts, right? Maybe 15 chapters, we'll say. And for the last part of Acts, it switches over to Paul. And and there is that feeling that there was a, a tension between Peter and Paul. Mm. Um, Mary, Mary wasn't a part of it, Peter, Paul, and Mary. But um, <laughs> My mind went there right away, and I was doing yeah, I, everything I, right. I could not to say it out loud. And, and whatever happened to Paul? That's, yeah. that's the question. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, but he says Paul 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 said some stuff that are hard, that's hard to understand, and these guys they they twist that, right? What Paul said, and you remember Paul said stuff like um, he he said that he kind of leads you to believe that whatever you do in the body doesn't matter, but but he also says it actually does, right? Remember? Because he leads so much on the, on the side of grace. And if these guys are pushing grace and saying, you know, whatever you do spiritually has nothing to do with what you're doing physically. And that's what Peter's talking about yep. a little bit there. Right. And um, and he says he says, so so be very careful uh, with the way you live, because they, they have twisted Paul's words. You also notice that Peter calls Paul's book scripture. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? It is interesting, um, isn't it? 
I, I, and you don't know the, the extent of that, like the extent of Peter's understanding of what's Bible and okay. what's part of canon and what's not. Yeah. We're way, way too early to be talking about the canon of Scripture. Right. And yet he still says, um, he still ties, he, he still puts Paul's books at the same level as oh, other Bibles. Sorry, sir. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is kind of interesting to do. Yeah. I, I, I like to think that he thought Paul's writings were scripture, yeah. were actual Bible, even even as early as 65. Right. Yeah. But grow in the grace and the knowledge, um, to him be glory both now and to and through eternity. Amen. And, yeah. And that's the end of the book of Peter. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've always been fascinated by that claim to scripture right there. So that's, that's a good point to leave it on. Too, but yeah yeah well folks hey thanks for joining us again that is the third chapter of second peter and could be from the second peter or the first peter we that larry thinks it's the first peter scholars who knows they're all over the place but thank you so much for joining us we're so happy that you came along and this was the apocalypse podcast